I did tell you very, very briefly on Friday about the resignation of six directors in the latest installment uh, in, in what looks like a, a pretty much of a soap opera. Um, you know, try a soap opera, Rangit, yeah, in which uh, boardroom squabbles have seemingly become the norm of Spanish giants, Barcelona. I think these kind of operas we're seeing happening on Twitter also worldwide not only in south africa lockdown is locking people's minds now this is just one of the the latest turmoil within the club hierarchy that fans and players including Lionel messi are increasingly said to be frustrated at now the board members protest has deepened the chaos at barcelona and that's also kind of coupled with the plunging revenues though from the coronavirus crisis online controversy as well as protests in the last uh, couple of games before the uh, the football was shut down completely and suspended. Now, two of the club's vice presidents, uh, Emilie Rousseau, as well as Enrique Dombas, were among those to announce their resignation in a letter. Let's try and uncover what's happening here. Uh, what could be going wrong at the world's richest club, though? Ernest Marcia, who's the sports commentator for uh, Catalonia Radio, BBC as well as CNN contributor uh, joins us on the line. And thank you so, so very much indeed. It's Hello. been a while since I last spoke to you. I hope you can hear me. I've yeah, given you. An, you. Uh, yeah. How are you managing in this lockdown? Well, it's not easy because we are a Latin country and uh, a hot country. And of course, we are outdoors uh, all the time and not it's not like in the north of europe or in the sea or in the center of the continent in the south we are more we are more outdoor people and uh, we like to uh, sightsee or we like to go for a drink and we we want to be in the street as much time as possible so it's difficult especially now that we have uh, more like in the afternoons uh, but anyway the danger is so so big uh, that you prefer to stay home rather than to go in a hospital in a moment where hospitals are cramped. And if you suffer something different from coronavirus, you have problems even to be accepted in hospitals or you have even problems to be sent, uh, to be sent uh, um, uh, ambulances at home. So it's strange and the best thing you can do, well, they, tomorrow they start losing a bit this lockdown. And if you work, you can go, not everybody, but some uh, professions, they can go to, to the work. So probably tomorrow we'll see whether it works or not. There are a lot of criticizers to this thing because uh, people would prefer in Catalonia, at least in my region, uh, they would prefer to stay at home at least one more week because uh, there's a danger of multiplication again of all the all these disease, but we'll see because the good weather comes and probably it can help. Hmm. I mean, the numbers though, they, they keep going, they keep going up. And uh, I, yeah. I think in Spain, it's no different. And the only way to try and contain the numbers again, uh, like we're doing here in South Africa is for people to try and stay at home, uh, despite what you've just said now. And so that for that period, people have got to make sacrifices. Of course. And uh, the problem in this case, like in FC Barcelona, now that you were talking about Barcelona, is economy. 
Economy is very powerful. Every every single field in our lives is conditioned by economy. And that's why Spanish authorities, they want the people back to work as soon as possible because the economy, there will be uh, a fall down of all GDP, all, all aspects of economy. Uh, losses, job losses, many job losses in Spain and Europe in general are expected. And this will be a deep crisis, at least in Europe, will be the deepest crisis uh, that we can remember, even deeper than the last decade's crisis. So that's why Spanish authorities, they want people back to, to work. And in Barcelona, as far as far as you was mentioning uh, President Bartomé and all the members of the board, I think economy also has uh, many reasons, many underlying reasons why they behave this way. Because Barcelona is in a difficult uh, financial situation because they have good players. These players are very expensive and uh, their wages occupy a, a big part of the total budget. So if a crisis like this comes, it's a bomb. And, uh, of course, no, not all the people, they want to stay there to see this, to see what's coming. Losses, economical losses from TV contracts. The fact that you cannot play also means that you can you cannot sell shirts. That you can accept you cannot accept people in the museum. Which, by the way, FC Barcelona Museum is the most visited museum in Catalonia, uh, more than art museums. So it's like 14 uh, million euros per week. That's a lot. So it's a it's a problem. Of course, it's a problem, and everybody wants to put economy. Uh, uh, forward, sometimes too forward, because health health always goes first. No, exactly. I, I was going to say again, and before we even talk about that boardroom politics that's happening at Barcelona, to give South Africans an idea of numbers and figures, because Spain is one of those right at the top when it comes to confirmed cases of coronavirus infection, which is 169,510. And the number of yeah. deaths are 17,614. So South Africa is sitting on 25. We've just heard this afternoon that the peak as far as the coronavirus is concerned in South Africa will hit South Africa in August. Right. So we are on in 25 August. in really? August. Yeah, in August. I'm telling you. It's crazy. Uh, of course, because it will be, it will be winter. Course. Yeah, the, the winter kicks in. Basically, it starts getting cold round about now. You start to get a feel that yeah. it, something's happening. Uh, but June, July yeah, yeah. Are, are the hardest months when it comes to cold yeah. weather in, in okay, South okay. Africa. Yeah. Okay. So August has yeah, been yeah, counted yeah, I, as I that. But I, I think you did well starting uh, at the beginning because in Spain, uh, our authorities waited for too much because of economy, of course. Everybody yes. was saying that this was a tsunami, and they wanted to wait as much as they could because nobody really uh, uh, rated what was coming in China. I don't know if the figures were right because this is not a democracy. You never know, but they were not that big. And in Italy, at the beginning, neither. So that's why in Spain they waited for too much. And when they started taking the lockdown measures, it was too late. This is why our figures are so big. And I think in South Africa you did well. You started a bit before, so I don't think they are going to be, well, there, there will be problems for sure, because um, you already have problems in normal circumstances in some big areas, but I think uh, your governments took the, after seeing what was happening in other countries, took the, 
the appropriate measures. And now it's about the people. Uh, it's about the people to follow the to follow the recommendations or the, the rules. Now, without a doubt. It, it is about trying to maintain that. And, and the nice thing is that, you know, South Africa's got the kind of leadership, both in the health department as well as from a presidential perspective, that know and have read the mood very, very well from what's happened internationally. And your acceptance of how, like Italy, it took a little bit of time, like America took time. People were not serious about their reaction to the virus, uh, kind of caught up with them. But getting back to this, and, and, and correct me if I'm wrong here, Ernst, is that, even before the suspension of the leagues globally and in Spain, etc., there was already these rumblings that were going on. There was already people writing stories about how Messi's not feeling great. And even, I think yeah. today, there was a story about uh, Rakitic, who criticized the club as well for recent treatments of him, uh, for trying to force his departure next year, etc. There were just all of these rumblings that were going on. What exactly is at the heart, at the root cause of all of this? Well, uh, effectively, when this board won elections, uh, it was five years ago, they won by a vast majority. The reason why they won by a vast majority, the main reason, of course, there, there were other reasons. But the main reason was because the previous year, the team had won the travel, La Liga, the Cup, the Spanish Cup, and the Champions League. So the people were reasonably happy with what was going on. So they voted for stability. But the thing is that this board had already shown signs of taking wrong decisions. And players, uh, they didn't like this, this, uh, this board, the directors and the, the people uh, surrounding these uh, candidates, this candidate in the election. However, they stood still and they said nothing. They were not among their preferences, but players accepted it. But now we are in a moment where we have or they have to master the last years of Leo Messi, uh, years in which Leo Messi cannot do better. He is an exceptional player still. He can still score a lot of goals and he can solve many problems on the field. But he's not the Messi probably, and he will not be the Messi in the next few years, that he was two, three, four, five, six years ago. And when the ball doesn't enter the back of the net, it's where the problems really kick off. And when a good president or a good gesture has to show his value. And uh, this is where things start. Uh, Rousseau, one of the directors, stated, uh, one of the people who left the club last week, stated that someone in the club had broken a 1 million euros invoice into five smaller installments to escape the control of the board in order to contract a company that... Um, could monitor social media impacts, enhancing the club's reputation, and it was later discovered, allegedly discredit the dissenting voices using fake Twitter and Facebook accounts. So these dissenting voices sometimes were the, the captain of the, of the team, Gerard Piquet, who is very active in social media, and he has no problem in criticize. Um, and uh, journalists dissenting uh, the main version of the facts and uh, these uh, accusations allegedly were made by Rousseau, who also said that the price for this uh, monitoring, uh, the price for this company was too big because 1 million euros is 10 times what you could pay or 8 times what you could pay for this job to be done. 
and the company was from Uruguay, which for the for the um, for the laws in, the, in that country for the financial laws, it's very difficult to track everything appropriately. Um, the current board denied all the accusations and said that Rousseau could be prosecuted for offenses for the offenses, at which Rousseau answered. If you bring this to trial, everybody will know the truth. So uh, this is a battle. And the thing is that the current board can still be one more year at the presidency, and then there will be elections. It's forced. It's the law. So I think that Bartomeu wants to stay one more year. I wouldn't say to hide the bad things that they have done financially, but to try to sort of uh, put things in order. Okay, in this year. So they want to stay at any price this year. And I think he will stay with the coronavirus. Now it's very difficult to think that there will be elections next summer. And I think he will stay, but uh, much to the discontentment of uh, the players, of uh, part of the fans, I would say most of the fans. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's a strange situation. And it happens now that there's not football, because football sometimes helps uh, deflect the attention. But now, of course, everybody's looking at this. And, of course, everybody now is talking about this, and the instability is much bigger. And the thing is that there's no money now, because yeah. the only incomes come from social media. The only incomes from the web page. But they don't sell tickets, and this is a problem. The one thing I said when we got the news about that social media attack was that it, it, it really is crazy, though, Ernst, when you find people at such a high-ranking level of the club who are willing to bring to pieces the image of a club by using other people to badmouth the club on social media platforms just because they want to get a certain point across, maybe just because they would like to get into the seat of power, that they would go to that extent. I mean, is that something that you've seen a lot of? Um, I think the reason, well, I've, I've seen it, but uh, not uh, many times. I've seen some messages, some straight messages, um, discrediting journalists and uh, even the players and so on. But I think it's the proof that they feel weak at this, mo- at this moment and they need to, be, to, to, be, to show themselves stronger by d- discrediting the opponents. And uh, you do this when you feel very, very weak and alone. This is the reason why I think they allegedly did so. Because they want to control public opinion, which now is very difficult at the current times, because the world is very big. But, uh, well, you can, to some extent, be successful for a short period of time. But when you have to do it for one, two, or three years, then in the end, I think these things are discovered, are ended up discovered by anyone because the the club is very big and many people wanting to become president of an institution like this. Uh, yes, they love Barcelona, they like football, but I think the main purpose is to make business in other, it doesn't mean st- stealing money from the club. It means that it makes, it allows you to, to, to be in contact with uh, influential people all over the world because you have an excuse, you have a uh, a card to show yourself to the rest of the world, and I think that presidents or members of the board wanting to be in, a, in an institution like this, they understand that it's profitable for them. So the the ideal thing would be someone who had 
a big knowledge of business, of business, which is correct. But then, of course, you have to understand a little bit of sport and not football because you start committing mistakes. And every time the mistake is bigger when you try to solve the previous one. Give me a sense, though, because we've seen the likes of the Bundesliga who have given a, a, a date of when they would like to get back onto the football field. Is there a similar thing when it comes to La Liga? Just overall, though, outside of what we talk about with Barcelona, we'll come back and wrap it up with uh, what Rakitic has had to say today. But do you get a sense, or is it still like everywhere else in the world, waiting for FIFA to give the green light? At this point, it seems that the games will be played, if they so, uh, on June and July. And the stadiums will be closed, so the games will be played with no public with no attendance on the stands. Uh, now, at this point, it seems that mid, midway May, the clubs will start pre-season, or during May, they will start pre-season, and uh, the, the, the games will start being played. But it will depend. It will depend on the development of coronavirus, because nobody really knows, and it's a proof of reality. Every day you try to think of any projection, the projection plummets because um, you cannot project in a, in a thing like this. Because if you, for example, go back too early to, to, your, to your works, the transmission index can go up again. Uh, so it's very difficult. But at this time, they don't want to lose the money of the TV rights, and they are going to play at any price uh, if necessary in summer. I always find, and I would like your opinion about this, is that do precautionary measures come in? Because at the end of the day, and you would know that uh, human beings are also playing that game, whether or not they are fans or not, is that it's still a contact sport, football? Yes, it is. Uh, My opinion is that they should stop competitions now, and this season should be be resolved uh, by... Um, mathematic criteria. So if Barcelona was first, they should win La Liga. If uh, the Champions League is now in an early stage, you should leave it this way uh, with no champions um, and uh, start thinking about next year. That, that would be the most realistic thing because in the end, sports are made, uh, are, thinked, are thought by fans and fans are the main reason why players play. So it's like a nonsense that uh, you resume La Liga or the Champions League in empty stadiums. It doesn't make any sense, taking aside that, of course, it's a lot of money. In this case, they, they will do it, and probably it will be a good experiment to see whether it works in the future in case uh, coronavirus or other viruses comes uh, like this pandemic situation. Sure. That's crazy stuff indeed. And I've got to leave it there because of time. And thank you so, so very much indeed. Uh, good to hear your voice again. Please stay safe. Please stay safe. And thank you. Times. The same, the same. Love Hi. to everybody. Thanks so much. We'll keep following you on social media, on Twitter. You can follow Ernst uh, Marcia on Twitter as well for all the latest updates. Uh, he does very, very brilliant work there. Joining us right here on Marawa Sports Worldwide. Great update coming through. Madness on the side of uh, what's going on in Barcelona. Uh, but thank you so very much, Ernst Marcia. Uh, he is a sports commentator for Catalonia Radio and also the BBC and a CNN contributor. Let's find out what the voice note had to say regarding this.
Hello there, Darob. I, I think things at Barcelona have reached the breaking point. The problem at Barcelona did not start now. There have been problems at Barcelona for a very long time. They've reached the, um, the breaking point. I mean, Barcelona is a team of culture. How they do things. They're loyal to their culture. They always, they always groom their players from the, from the very young age, you know, the, 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 their standards, the, the, the lower division, up until the senior team. Look at Barcelona now. They don't, they don't do that anymore. They spend big monies on, 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 on buying players. That has never been the culture for Barcelona. That has never been our culture. I've waited a long time for this moment. Barcelona is still going to be worse. Things are to get worse at Barcelona. There is a problem with the board or the management, whoever is in charge there, how they run things. They are running the team to the ground. They are running the team to the ground. Thank you so much, Darabis Yangala from Cape Town.